bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. And now, today's word. When God is your partner, I think you have a good partner, isn't it? Now, many of you businessmen are wishing that you have a, a good partner, maybe from Hong Kong or, or from uh, China. You know, sometimes people say, well, I've got a Chinese partner. I've got a partner from Hong Kong, or a German partner, because Africans never have partners from Sierra Leone or from Liberia. We always see, you know, <laughs> thank God for Africans. Thank God for us. So, uh, you know, we want a partner from somebody. So, oh, I got a partner from Britain. I've got a partner from, uh, from some, some country. Or oh, I have a partner with Google. Or oh, I have a partner with, with uh, Apple or some other big company. It's good to have those partnerships. But they don't compare to the partnership of Jehovah God Almighty. So you may not have a Hong Kong partner or a Chinese partner, but you have the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is your partner. He is in covenant with you. And he says, if you keep your part of the covenant, I keep my part of the covenant. And in the city, I'm with you. In the village, I'm with you. I'm with your children. I'm with everything that you produce. I'm with you when you wake up. I'm with you when you sleep. No partner can tell you that but Jehovah. But Jehovah, he gives you himself. And you have to understand that when God blesses you, the greatest blessing God can give you is himself. But that's not all that the blessing is. First, it is himself. Second, is that he blesses you with talent. He blesses you with talent. What is a talent? Talent is a divine ability. Talent is God's investment into our lives. He invests a portion of himself in us. Every talent you have is an ability of God that he has given to you. His wisdom, his knowledge, his creativity. He takes a portion of it and invests it in you. He takes a portion of what he has and puts it in you. He takes a portion of what he can do and gives you the ability to do it. So you are able to do things that God does. That's called talent. It's God investing a bit of himself in you. That is your covenant blessing. When God gives you talent. Not only does he bless you with talent. He blesses you with wisdom. Divine intelligence. Wisdom is what enables you to use the abilities he has given you profitably. Wisdom converts talent into skill. Wisdom enables you to solve problems with the talents God has given to you. When God blesses you with wisdom, you begin to do things that shock you yourself. Have you ever done something, maybe you at a meeting, uh, or, or you, you, you do something and, and people are praising you and you know that you didn't do it. You know, this idea didn't come from me. This concept didn't come from me. Everybody says you are brilliant. You are the only one who knows. This is not my brilliance. This is divine intelligence at work on my behalf. It is God's blessing for you. He blesses you with himself, with talent, with wisdom. He blesses you with relationships, divine connections. God blesses people with relationships. A relationship is somebody who links you to your purpose. Each one of us needs a relationship to link us to our destiny. 
God blessed Abraham with Melchizedek. Melchizedek linked Abraham to the blessing of the Lord. God blessed Isaac with Abraham. Abraham enabled Isaac to come into his fullness of destiny. God blessed David with Samuel. Samuel helped him to become a king. Otherwise, he would have died a shepherd boy unrecognized by his family. But one day, one relationship changed him from a shepherd into a national hero. One relationship. One relationship. God blessed Ruth with Boaz. God blessed Esther with Mordecai. Even Jesus needed a relationship to link him to his destiny. He was called John the Baptist. When Jesus was an unknown carpenter in Nazareth, his cousin John was a well-known evangelist. And he's the one who told everybody, there's coming one after me. He's greater than me. I can't even lace his shoe sandals, his shoe laces. And people say, well, if John is great and he says somebody greater is coming, we better look for that person. When they ask Jesus, what is the source of your power? He said, answer me this question. What is the source of John's power? The same one who sent John is the one who sent me. Even Jesus needed a relationship. One of the greatest things that God will bless you with is a relationship. Not many. You don't need a thousand relationships. You don't need a thousand people helping you. Sometimes they will spoil you. A thousand people will spoil you. You just need one person that steps into your life. And when he or she steps into your life, he connects you to a destiny that is far beyond anything you could have done yourself. And for each one of us, there is a relationship that God will bless you with. And so when you're thinking about the blessing of the Lord, it's not money. It's a relationship. And that's why you have to be very, very discerning about the relationships that God brings your way. If God brings you a John the Baptist and you reject him, you have to fight your own battle for recognition. But God is able to link you to your destiny through a relationship. So the blessing of the Lord is God himself. The blessing of the Lord is a talent. The blessing of the Lord is wisdom. Blessing of the Lord is relationship. And the blessing of the Lord is favor. Divine access. God blessing blesses us by doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Favor is when God bypasses the normal order to do something for you that defies reason. Everybody is fighting for it. Everybody is chasing it. And then somehow God drops it into your hands without you running for it. Favor is when you are behind and God puts you from, pulls you from the back of the line to the front of the line. He blesses us with favor. And finally, the blessing of the Lord is his covering, divine protection. The blessing of the Lord is a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. It's when God fights for you. It's when God blinds the eyes of your enemies. Now, none of these things is money. But it says this will make you rich. Covenant will make you rich. Talent will make you rich. Wisdom will make you rich. Relationships will make you rich. Favor will make you rich. Covering will make you rich. So you say, God bless me. After you've given your first fruit, God blesses you. What's he going to bless you with? Are you going to wake up tomorrow morning? You, you just wake up, lift your pillow, and then, ah, look at that. 
10 bars of gold under my pillow. No, it doesn't happen that way. When I was a younger Christian, you know, I, I, I've been a Christian really most of my life. I didn't have the opportunity to sin. I just, <laughs> by the time I, my mind was getting ready to sin, I was born again. So when people say I was in the world and I came back and I, 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 I've always been in Christ. I mean, I was in the world, not because I was too young to sin. But by the time I was growing, when sin became an opportunity, Christ has already taken hold of me. So I've lived almost all my life for Christ. I've, I've just lived for him. And it's a good thing to know the Lord in your youth, to live all your life for him. Now, when I was a younger Christian, so I started tithing very early because the, the church I was in, they, they taught us that you have to tithe and God will bless you. And, God and, and in my early days as a young boy, I would go to church. I wasn't even working, but whatever money I have, I go to church and I tithe. And, and, then, and, and, and then from then I'm, I'm, I'm watching the ground to see whether somebody has dropped some money, you know. <laughs> Is that how the blessing of the Lord comes? Somebody's going to drop money for you or there'll be money under your pillow. No, the blessing of the Lord is covenant. So when, when you come to church and you give your first fruit, God says now the covenant is renewed. The covenant is renewed for this month. Your talent is renewed. Wisdom is made available to you. Relationships are made available to you. My covering is upon you. My favor is upon you. Now, you're not going to get money from God. Money is not going to rain down from heaven. I've been a Christian for a long time. I haven't seen money rain down from heaven. Once in a while, you find money on the ground, but it's money that people have been kicking around nobody likes. In our days, it was about half a peswa, half peswa, or one peswa, or the multiple-sided, you know, the rounded two and a half peswas or three pence. Eh, it will help you something. You buy some lollipop, but that's not the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord is not money you find on the ground. The blessing of the Lord is God giving you himself. He gives you himself. He says, I'm for you. Now, when you have that... You have what will make you rich. Now you can have all of that and do nothing with it. You can have all of that and say, well, God says he's for me. I'm, it's okay. I have favor. It's okay. I go relationship. Yeah, there are people all right. You may never do anything with them. But that blessing is what will make you rich. So first we've seen how far it covers. Now we've seen the nature of it. The third thing we want to look at. So how does it work? How does it work? Matthew chapter 13 from verse 31 and 32. Another parable he put forth to them saying the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field which indeed is the least of all the seeds but when it is grown, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. The process of God's blessing, the process of God's blessing. We've seen the extent of the coverage. We've seen the nature of the blessing. Now, how does all of that make us rich? The process. 
The process of God's blessing, making you rich, starts with a seed. The seed. The seed can be a small idea, a small talent, some small money, or a small location you have. A seed is usually very small. It does not look like what it will produce. It is uninspiring. It can be an idea, it can be a location, it can be some tiny little money. A seed is always small. God starts with seed. He gives seed to the sower. Most people who have created wealth started with a seed idea, a seed talent, seed money, seed location. A seed money looks like money that is not large enough to do anything for you. A seed location is like a place that is taking you nowhere. It's like your bedroom. It's like the top of a table in a corner of your home. That's your seed. That's where the God has given to you. A seed is a small thing that God gives into your hand. But because blessing is upon it, it doesn't matter where the seed is, it will grow because the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. That's why God is not really perplexed about how small you start. He's not perplexed. You are perplexed about how small you start. People are perplexed. God is not perplexed because he knows the end from the beginning. He knows the seed and he knows the fruit. He knows how you're going to end. And when he starts you with a seed, he has full confidence that what he has invested into you, as small as it is, has the power to make you a world changer. If you are believing God to put a business idea into your head, in your hand, that will change the world and make you a, a mover and of pillars and to make you walk in the corridors of power. It's not going to come by one big breakthrough. It's going to come with a seed. Now, what do you do with a seed? You have to own the seed. You have to believe in it. In the parable, the man took the seed. He took it. When God blesses you with a seed, take it. Don't despise it. Don't ignore it. Don't lose it. Connect to it. Invest your heart in it. Believe in it. There are people with seeds who don't believe in their seed because it doesn't look like much. You have to believe in it. Believe in that idea God has put in you. Believe in that location you're beginning from. Believe in that little money you have. That 20 cities, that 50 cities, that 1,000 cities that you have. That is all you have, but that's your seed. Take it, believe it. And don't only just believe it, plant it. That means to use it. In the parable, the man planted it in his field. The field you plant your seed in is the field that it will bear fruit in. Because of the blessing of the Lord, size should never be a problem to you. This church started in a small classroom. Location was not inspiring. We didn't even get the chance to meet in the morning because another church was meeting in the same classroom in the morning. We met in the evening, four o'clock. We didn't have electricity, but that's the seed. We didn't have any rich people in the church. They were all poor people. That's the seed. The car park was empty. That's the seed. That's what God is going to start you with. But you have to believe in it. 
And you have to invest in it and you have to trust that God is with you and you can start in the backside of the desert. I, when I started ICGC, I was living in Nima. But that's, God doesn't care where you, you live. You think you live in Zungo and so what? You live in Ghana, Sodom and Gomorrah and so what? God is no respecter of location. He says you shall be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed wherever you go. You start from the poorest section of town. That makes no difference to God. Because you have him. And he is a thousand. He's a thousand times thousand. He's a billion. He's all that you need. Don't despise your seed. So the first thing you have to note in the process is the seed. The second thing you have to note is the tree. The tree represents proof that God, that the idea works. The seed comes out, the tree comes out of the seed. Trees start as a sprout and they grow. Trees will not feed you. And we're talking about fruit trees here. They don't feed you, but it assures you that the seed has something in it. What does the tree represent? The tree represents your organization, your business, institution, something you are building. That organization by itself does not make you rich, but it will later produce the fruit that will make you rich. When God gives you an idea, that idea is going to grow into something. If it's a business, you register it and you start it, maybe it's an online business and you call it by a fanciful name. Maybe it's, it's a workshop, maybe it's a tailoring shop. Now that tailoring shop will not make you rich. It's just the tree, it is a sign that your seed has potential and that it can grow into something. Now the problem with people is they cut down the tree because the tree takes a long time to bear fruit. When the idea begins to grow, you have to nurture it. You have to nurture it. You have to protect it. One thing about trees, they, they attract insects. There will be attacks. There will be environmental hazards. I have trees in my home. I, I, you know, I tried planting cocoa. I thought cocoa is the Ghanaian tree. You know, everybody should have cocoa in their home. So I planted cocoa in Accra. And oh God, I labored on that cocoa. What I pray for it, cast out demons from it. That cocoa tree came up, came up just about three feet. Pray, 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 pray. And then it was attacked by diseases, it died. But we've planted a new one because I believe it must bear fruit. <laughs> Your trees will get attacked. I have orange trees in my home, lemon trees. Many times I go to look at the trees and sometimes they work well. Sometimes you look at the trees and you feel very depressed because there are all kinds of insects and black this and white that and, and he said when, when, when is this thing going to be disease free because trees will be attacked 
You think because God has blessed your business, there will be no attack? There will be attack. There will be environmental pollution. There will be insects. There will be all kinds of animals trying to destroy. Because if they destroy the tree, you will not bear fruit. The attack is always going to come against what you are building. But you have to nurture it. You have to protect it. Because it's your dream. It's your vision. It is what God is going to bless to make you rich. The enemy is going to come against it, but they will come against you one way. They will go seven ways. So if the enemy attacks it, build it again. They attack 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 it, build it again. Why? Because God is with me and I'm going to see the end of this thing that God showed me. Don't just leave it for the insects. That's the way I tried once it didn't work. Yeah, I tried once it didn't work. Oh yeah. Can you imagine if you were God? You raise your masterpiece Adam and Eve. And before you could say Jack. They have sinned. Then you say okay. I'll raise the seed of Adam. And we'll, we'll do this again. They give birth to their firstborn Cain. Murderer. Ooh, where is this thing going? You even raise Noah. You say, oh yeah, I've delivered Noah from, from the flood. Oh, this is, this is a great guy. He's a righteous man, drunkard. And you go through the line and line and line, but God never gives up. He never gives up. He never gives up. He finds David, a man after my heart. He's chasing somebody's wife. So what is this? Are we making progress? But he never gives up and never gives up because he believes his seed must bear fruit. And finally comes Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And all of a sudden, all the years of failure now have manifestation. Don't throw away the tree, your dream, because it got attacked. Go at it again. Go at it again. Go at it again. You have to give the tree time to mature. Give it time to grow. Don't harvest your fruit trees. The tree has a long journey ahead of it. Most trees will take between two to five years to bear first fruit. Some of the fruit, the first time they bear fruit, you wonder whether it was worth it. I remember the first time my mango tree started bearing fruit. I said, is that all you could do? All these years we've been feeding you and, and, and nurturing you. This is the first thing. Look at these miserable mangoes you are. And they're not even sweet. I said, what is that? I mean, I, but you have to wait for it. You have to let it mature. Maybe the first fruit may not work. But the next season it will bear fruit again. The next season it will bear fruit again. Now I look forward to eat mangoes from that tree. Because now it's nature has matured and is producing better fruit than it did from the beginning don't be discouraged the blessing of the Lord will make you rich but you're not just going to sit down and then ooh, 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 ah, ah, everything is okay no that's not how it works the blessing of the Lord will make you rich, but you have to take the seed. You have to take the, the tree. You have to nurture the tree. You have to protect the tree. You have to wait for it to mature. You don't have to give up on it. The third stage is the fruit. That's when you really start 
seeing the reward of what you planted. That's when you start seeing the reward. What do you do with the reward? You can eat it, you can sell it. It is designed to satisfy you. It's designed to meet your needs. But after the fruit has matured and you've eaten or you've sold it, you have to find seed in it again. Because every fruit must not have one lifetime. Within every fruit is seed. You have to find the seed in it. That is why every month we come and give our first fruits. You don't give it once and say, well, this thing will work forever. You know, there are people who, who give once and they believe, now this is what will really give me the breakthrough. No, it's, it's a continuous thing. It's a continuous commitment. When you get a fruit, you find the seed in the fruit. And then you start the same process all over again. You replant new seed and you go through the same process of seed, of tree, and fruit again. Is there going to be a time when you don't fight again, you don't struggle and everything works? There will be a time. It's when you die. And I don't think any of you want that time to come very quickly. Is there going to be a time when I don't struggle to see results? There will be a time when you die. But we don't want that. So will there be a time when we don't struggle? No. Will there be a time when doing this business becomes easy? No. Will there be a time when the insects say we don't like your tree again? No. Because even when you have spray, they will mutate and learn new chewing habits to attack you. New diseases will <laughs> That's the thing about disease. New diseases will appear. You know, anytime I, I read that a virus has now become uh, immune or some, some, some bacteria is immune to antibiotics, you think, you think you are smart. The disease says you think you are smart. You think you are smart. They will, they will, the first time you conquer, then they will learn your ways, take your attack, build antibodies, and attack you again. Will there be a time when you don't fight? No, sir. Will there be a time when everything is easy? No, sir. Will there be a time when doing your business becomes easy? No. Will there be a time when people will leave you alone and say, oh, now leave him to succeed all by himself? No. Aluta continua. <laughs> According to Samora Michelle, the struggle continues. You're going to struggle you're going to fight, but the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. The blessing of the Lord in the city, in the village, in your waking moments, in your sleeping moments, wherever you are, the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. And I'm here just to tell you, don't give up, don't quit, don't surrender, keep fighting. Because there is blessing upon you. God is with you. He has given you talent. He has given you ability. He has given you strength. He has given you wisdom. He has given you relationships. Don't give up. Because you're going to win this one. You're going to win this battle. 
Yeah, the shout of victory will be heard from you. The voice of triumph will be heard from you. Your fruit will be seen. The nation shall be fed from your hand. God's blessing shall rest upon you. I came here just to encourage you that you are blessed. I said you are blessed. Somebody say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. And that blessing will make you rich. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.